0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Double Thought Dimension. I'm your host, Derek. Today, we are joined by me, Derek. As you well know, Tony has cancer, and she will not be participating in the episodes for a while. Uh, if you would like to send out some sort of uh, positive vibes or emails directly to her, feel free to email us at dtdimension at protonmail.com. I'm sure she would uh, highly uh, appreciate that. Um... But for from now on, uh, it will just be me, at least for the time being. Um, but yeah, that's just how it goes. Life is a roller coaster, and you never know exactly what's going to happen from day to day. So as everyone knows, I'm sure cancer is not something that is easy to figure out or live with. And some days are great, some days aren't, so... Yeah, that's basically what's going on right now with Tony. She is here and she's doing um, good today. That's that's really that all I'm focusing on. She's doing great today. So, thank you for tuning in and listening today. We're going to be talking about mental toughness. This uh, I kind of got interested in this subject recently after the Everyday Carry episode because. Along with your everyday carry items, the, the thing that you should be carrying with you at all times is your mental toughness. If you have the right positive mental attitude and the, the correct amount of mental toughness, you can get through any sort of situation, even if you have no everyday carry items with you. But before we get into the episode, I would like to talk about the producers of this podcast uh, number one producer for this episode is Turbo, Turbo Faggot. He sent in an email on his everyday carry items. Uh, it was a super long list and it was very helpful and uh, an enjoyable read for me. I always love getting emails. So thank you Turbo Faggot for your email on everyday carry. Next up is, this is going to be lumped in together. I got Comments separately from all these people about the Everyday Carry episode. Stace, Chelsea, Sydney, and Cassie all personally commented about how they enjoyed the last episode on Everyday Carry. So I would just like to send back their way the um, amount that I got from them from getting a positive feedback. So thank you for the positive feedback. Um, It's greatly appreciated. Next, I would like to thank the monthly sustainers, Chelsea and Izzy. They sustain monthly with their donations, and they greatly help to produce this podcast. Next on the list is Nicole. A listener, now producer of this podcast, named Nicole, sent an email asking about our episode on finbindazole. Finbindazole has been used by um, a number of cancer patients, to try to reduce the size of tumors and even uh, get to NED, which is no evidence of disease. Um, there's a blog called MyCancerStory.rocks where a guy personally went through the entire um, experiment on himself to try to cure himself with uh, finbindazole. So uh, Nicole sent in an email saying that she just wanted more information about our experience with Uh So I sent her an email back with all the links and everything that we had kind of gone through with Bimbindazol. And uh, yeah, uh, we thank you greatly for all emails. Uh, my personal um, hopes and prayers go to Nicole and her family. I know how hard it is to deal with the terrible burden of being diagnosed with cancer and trying to deal with the medical system. It's a absolute nightmare. And anyone who's going through the torment of dealing with oncologists and doctors, um, if you have any questions or want to reach out to our podcast about um, alternative therapies or holistic medicine, feel free to send an email at dtdimension@protonmail.com at I am more than happy to send every amount of information that I've ever learned about this, uh, issue to you, if you have any questions. So feel free to send out an email and, um, we'll go from there. But thanks again to Nicole for reaching out and Tony and I both, um, are sending out positive, uh, vibes on that front for Nicole and her family. Okay. So to this week we're talking about, Mental toughness. What is mental toughness? Um, If you just research it randomly, if I had to say what is mental toughness off the top of my head, I would say mental toughness is I am able to resiliently respond to adverse situations when they're um, unexpected. Like, say you're driving down the street and you have a flat tire. What do you do? Are you able to... Do you, will you just fall apart? Will you know what to do? Will you be able to keep your cool? Will be a, you be able to um, calmly deal with the situation and move forward? Or will you require more? Or will you um, lose it and, and start crying and um, you know panic? Um, I think mental toughness is an ability to have a situation happen to you and push through despite the fact that it's a downer. But I went online and I found a website called mental toughness, com, and they had a pretty good definition so I thought I would say that share that. Mental toughness having the natural or developed psychological edge that enables you to generally cope better than your opponents with the many demands, competition, training lifestyle that sport places on a performer specifically be more consistent and better than your opponents in remaining determined focused confident and in control under pressure so this website is mainly looking at mental toughness from the standpoint of uh, athletes like a basketball players marathon runners olympic athletes of whatever type having uh, the ability to meet many demands in competition and training will give you an edge over other performers who don't put as much um, training into their um, just mental toughness, I guess. So yeah, I kind of wanted to talk about mental toughness from a standpoint of physical events. So in life, I've learned this is all just me based on me personally. I've learned through lots of things that I've done in my life and lots of uh, things I've been involved in have taught me that mental toughness can be achieved through physical events like um, physically and mentally challenging events like marathons, triathlons, long workouts, mountain climbing, um, super long, um, just any type of endurance events these events have showed me in my life how I respond to certain situations like lack of sleep, lack of food, lack of comfort, um, lack of motivation, uh, adverse weather, uh, etc. So these types of events that I've experienced in life have helped me in certain situations in this regular day everyday life where i was able to overcome the situation because i had experienced other things in life that let me realize that what i was experiencing at that time really just wasn't that bad so mental toughness is also something that is taught in the military uh, especially in the infantry and special operations um, I was in the Army, in the infantry. Uh, I was in 11 Bravo, so I went to Fort Benning, Georgia, to go to basic training and also to AIT. But for the infantry, it's just called OSUT, One Station Unit Training, because you do basic training and then you do like six more weeks of follow-on training. But for infantrymen, it's just the same type of shit, just being in the field, doing ambushes, uh, practicing um, CQB, which is close quarters battle, like clearing houses, the um, infill and exfill out of uh, your target area, like if you're going to do a raid or reconnaissance, et cetera. So uh, in the infantry, they heavily stress your ability to deal with um, adverse situations and uh, infantrymen is always on the ground. The, they're the main attacking force of any army. Um, when you think of the, a soldier fighting in a war, the ones doing the fighting are the infantry, uh, be it your riflemen, mortarmen, or any type of other ground force that is primarily engaged in fighting. So in basic training, in the infantry at least it was always heavily stressed that at any time we might have to react to contact um, which just means like you're being fired upon and you need to return fire so in the basic training there would be constantly things that were helping us to mentally prepare for this type of scenario uh, but they did it in different ways so Waking up super early in the morning, um, staying up all night, um, having a very regimented amount of sleep and eating, and generally keeping you on your toes at all times to react to some sort of situation, which can cause a sense of kind of like constant anxiety. However, after a while, your brain gets used to it and starts to... Could determine what what's really a threat, what's um, not that important to pay attention to, and how to just continue on, um, even though the situation might suck. So, like an example is in the in the army in in the infantry at least. I, I don't know anything about basic training. Um, I'm sure it's all very similar, but in the basic training I went to at Fort Benning, each night you had to do fire guard. Um, so your your shift could be at like any time during the night just depends on your last name and just how they picked it for the day., uh, so you might have to wake up at three a m do a one hour guard shift and then still wake up again at um zero six to do p t um, but this type of activity requires you to be losing out on sleep and but still be alert in the night because the whole point of fire guard is to prevent a fire from happening and killing everyone. So this is hard to do for some people. Um, this was one of the main things that people got in arguments about and got in fights about in basic training where people not being able to wake up in the night or just sleeping through their shift or falling asleep on fire guard. And, um, that always led to mass punishment but this is just a small example of something that kind of might help you gain mental toughness because you're doing something no one wants to do no one wants to wake up at 3 a.m to to stand uh, next to a bunch of bunk beds with a flashlight for one hour while they're extremely tired it sucks it's boring it's oftentimes pointless really the whole point of it is to get you used to dealing with things that suck and if there's one thing the army is good at it's turning everything into a suck fest Um, but for me what this did was it allowed me to gain mental toughness at least the very first beginnings of what would help me to have more mental toughness later on but just a a small thing like that in the night, waking you up when you don't want to wake up and forcing you to do something you don't want to do um, makes your brain be able to react in situations later on that um, you can look back on and say, well, at least I didn't have to do that again. Or I remember this used to suck and I've done it before, so it's not that hard. Um, one thing that I can relate it to is when i got out of the army uh, my daughter was born shortly after that so the dealing with a newborn baby is kind of a experience for anyone who's a parent will know that dealing with a newborn baby is hard they wake up constantly in the night they are screaming all the time they they demand certain things they they demand a lot of your time and for me when i first got out of the army i related my experiences in the army with having to wake up at all hours of the night to being able to help me deal with my n- newborn ba- baby. Um, you know, it didn't, it wasn't that big of a bother for me. I was able to hear the baby crying and just get up or Tony would hear our daughter crying and she would just wake me up and I would just instantly get up and be ready to react to contact. Um, Be that if I had to go get her out of the crib, get get a bottle ready, you know, do things in the dark without being quiet, all these certain types of things. That is something that I had learned from the army where, you know, in in the infantry, you're constantly doing things in the night where you have to fumble around in the dark looking for your gear or just be quiet because you might be in a patrol base at night waiting to do an ambush and... If you are waking up to do um, this pull security, you have to be quiet. You can't be loud. So when my daughter was born and she was a newborn from like zero to six months, every time she woke up in the night, I always just went back to those times where I was in a patrol base in the woods um, being woken up to go pull security on the machine gun. It's like... um, (laughs) That, that experience had given me a mental toughness that allowed me to um, calmly and uh, easily take care of my daughter because it wasn't something that that sucked. Like at least I didn't have to go outside and pull security for an hour in the rain with a machine gun. All I had to do was get my daughter out of the crib, you know, change her diaper, give her a bottle. And then she'll go back to sleep, which that's much more enjoyable than being outside pulling security in the cold. Um, So that's kind of an example of mental toughness that I have learned and I got that mental toughness from uh, the military. But I think that those types of things can stem from other areas of life. It doesn't have to be just uh, the, the military that can bring about mental toughness. It's really any, anything that forces you into a shitty situation that you have to overcome. Um, another thing that I started doing once I got out of the Army was started participating in ultramarathons. So ultramarathon is anything longer than a marathon, which a marathon is 26.2 miles. So ultramarathons typically start at a 50K, which is 31 miles. Um. So, if you have never ran that long, it's a hell of a task. So, it requires mostly mental toughness to get through that amount of um, running while um, without stopping or giving up. So, if you've ever ran an ultra marathon, you will know the amount of mental misery that you go through, um, trying not to give up because um, It's quite the task to get through a ultra marathon, and once you've completed one, you'll know that you can do. It's things you think you can't do are possible if you just put yourself in the situation and put yourself through it. Um, I know that I never was really sure that I was going to be able to p- fa- uh, finish a marathon, but the only way to find out was to sign up and show up at the starting line and once I signed up and showed up at the starting line um, it just became like a determination to win like a just I have to complete this just for my own personal um, just trying to test myself whether or not I would succeed and that has helped me also in life just knowing that there are so many things in life that suck. And in our day-to-day lives, we don't have to experience those types of things. But sometimes we do have to experience those types of things. And when those times come, it helps you to be able to look back on a time in life where you had a mental, um, or you had a physical or mental challenge, and how you overcame that. Were you able to put that aside and deal with it? Or did you collapse? And even if you collapsed at the time that is helping you because now, you know where you're at and you can learn from that, um, mistake, not maybe not even mistake, just learn from that experience. Um, another time I did a ultra marathon and this marathon was a 50 miler and, um, it starts at midnight and, during this particular ultramarathon it happened to be a blizzard so the race started and it was snowing a, a bit but as the r- race progressed it's it turned into a blizzard and became a very dangerous race uh, so I, com- I, I completed only one lap of the race which normally is a three-lap race um, but i decided that i had to quit because if i kept going i was putting the race um, organizers in jeopardy if i were to um, fall down or get lost in the snow so i had to decide to give up during that ultra marathon because i didn't i wasn't properly prepared i didn't have the enough um, cold weather gear i didn't have the right rain gear and it was too dangerous for me to continue but what this taught me is that I can endure five or six hours of running in the snow in a blizzard without giving up. Um, it taught me quite a bit about myself, and I honestly did not want to give up. I wanted to com- to complete the race, but I had to make a decision to, to um, withdraw from the race, and sometimes in life you have to do that. Uh, it's hard for people that are just determined to win, to decide to throw in the towel. But sometimes you have to for safety reasons. And that is one thing that I think that has helped me recently in life with um, Tony's cancer diagnosis is that you never know exactly what's going to happen in life. And sometimes you are given a crazy situation of misery and you don't know what to do. And sometimes you don't, it's not possible to be 100% mentally tough at all times. And sometimes you do have to throw in the towel and ask for help and say, I can't go on. And recently in life, I have learned that I need to just say that I need help and rely on my family and friends to help me. And it's hard to do when you are not used to that. And especially if you're not good at communication, which I am not good at communication in any way, that's mostly Tony's department. So having to rely on other people and ask for other people's help has been a huge hurdle for me, but I've been able to relate that situation to, um, just the times that I've had in the army and the times I've had with, um, running ultramarathons, honestly, because it's similar to what's happening right now in our lives. We, we have a crazy situation. Um, it started in April of 2020, and it's still going on. This marathon has turned into an ultra marathon, and who knows what is going to happen from day to day, but no one can run an ultramarathon for two years without taking a break and um, assessing the situation. And I have found that I need to take a break and assess the situation every now and again. And it's, I'm learning day by day. And sometimes I don't get it right. That's life. You never know what you're going to do and how you're going to react to certain types of situations. But I'm learning that I need to step back, reassess the situation. And if I do need help with something, I need to just ask other people because. So many people are out there that can help you, and if you um, instead of just suffering, you could just ask them and they might be able to help you, even though you that's the last thing you want to do but sometimes in life you have to do that um, yeah, that's kind of kind of it with that thought. Um, another thing about mental toughness I was going to talk about were uh, in the army, in the military in general. Um, Many of the cool guy schools like Ranger School, Sniper, Green Berets, Pathfinder, Buds, JTAC, Delta, DevGru, etc. have a selection process and, and the selection process is aimed at weeding the physically and mentally weaker candidates out through highly stressful physical events. So when you try to go to these schools in the military, they have a general level that you have to meet just to go to the school like a general level of physical fitness test usually that you have to pass before you can go to the school and then during the school there's usually all kinds of different types of events that are aimed at causing you extreme stress to get you to either quit or push on Um, and you never know who is going to be the person to give up in a stressful situation. I know that when I went through sniper selection, uh, especially that quite a few people that tried out, um, if you just, just by looking at them, you would assume that they would be good to go, that they would be, they would never give up that anything physically that they would be able to handle it. But that just is not the case. Some people can't handle certain things and, You really never know until you have been there yourself and tried it. And I found out during sniper selection that I was able to continue on even though the circumstances were miserable. Um, I can remember this one time where they took us to a football field. And the whole point of what we were doing was they were like just smoking the shit out of us. Basically just making us do lots of different types of physical exercises like up, down, go, um, roll left, roll right, um, flutter kicks, um, mountain climbers, burpees, things like that. But they had us in this field for hours. And at one point we were just rolling around on the field, like on our bellies, just rolling And we had to get from one end of the field to the other by rolling and something had fallen out of my pocket or somebody's pocket. And in being a sniper, you have to make sure that in your final firing position that you can never leave anything behind that might identify you. So you can't leave any shell casings. You can't leave any anything that looks that can be identified as coming back to that a sniper was there. So while we're rolling through this field, the football field, it, I think it was me or someone else dropped their lighter. And, you know, we had to pay heavily for the fact that we dropped the lighter. And this, uh, this these types of situations are extremely common when it comes to um, different types of schools or special operations or, you know, Green Berets and different things like that. All those schools are very similar in the fact that they try to take the individual who has shown an ability to possess a certain quality. And then they, they take that candidate and put him through all kinds of rigorous nonsense to see if the candidate will be able to mentally withstand the, the pain and bullshit without giving up. Because at, at any time you could say, I quit or I give up, or I want to uh, VW, voluntarily withdraw, whatever. Um, But if you do that, you have just shown that you are not the right candidate. Um, So these types of things have given me my sense of mental toughness. And that's kind of where I derive my idea about mental toughness is from these types of experiences in the Army that were intense, but they also, um, showed me that there, at least in the worst of situations, I'm not doing a crab walk up a hill for three hours or, um, laying down in the prone at 3am behind a machine gun, uh, waiting for the right star cluster to initiate an ambush in the freezing cold, you know. At least I'm here in a nice warm house and any stress that I do have, it's, it's minimal amounts of, it's a minimal type of stress compared to some of the other types of stresses that I've experienced before. And it helps me to realize that, um, it's, it's really not that bad. Life is not that bad and there's so many more worse things out there in life that, people go through or or are going through that there's no need to complain and there's no need to worry because someone else has it worse. And if you just remember what happened to you in life um, from your negative experiences, you can take those negative experiences and turn those into positives later on in life. Um, And that's what I have been able to do. And it has really help me, I think. And that's kind of what I want to um, impart through this episode is that through the worst experiences in your life, you are actually gaining a heavy amount of experience that is going to help you later in the life. Um, And even though it might seem like the worst time of your life at the time, it might be the best thing for you and is going to help you later in life when you really experience something that is much worse. So if you can just persevere and get through, maybe it won't be too bad and you'll be able to overcome the situation as, as it comes. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on mental toughness and my ideas about how you can gain mental toughness. Um, I kind of have an idea that I want to start um, I don't know when or how I'll be able to implement it, but through the podcast and um, just my own personal life, I like doing endurance events. And I had an idea to start a company that just caters to clients who are looking to challenge themselves. So if you are looking to see if you can, see what you're made of, if you're looking to better yourself or you're, you're just looking to, push your body to the next level that you haven't been able to get it to before, then I want to have a company that I, um, i I can do that for individuals. Like I have a, a program that I've come up with and it stems around, um, walking, running and hiking with, uh, different varying types of, uh, miserable events, uh, thrown in there. And, I think um, it could be a thing that could catch on or it could be a a good business. Um, I really don't know if there's any uh, need for that or even any interest in that in the community that I live in. But um, that's kind of my idea about uh, the business. And maybe it'll come into fruition at some point. I don't know. But um, if you're listening and you're, uh, if you are interested in something like that, or would like to see about pushing yourself or or, or if you would like some personal um, tips or ideas about uh ultra marathons or anything like that. I have done quite a few and I have a lot of uh first hand knowledge of those types of things and I could um help you if you're interested in learning or want just you know. Want to find out the ins and outs? Because the way I had to find out was by doing the events and reading books. And um, but I'm more than happy to answer any questions if uh, if there's anyone listening that is interested in that type of thing and I can I can help. Uh, just email us at dtdimension at protonmail You can go to our website gold uh, thought dot com. You can find our podcast on. AntennaPod, Fountain, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher—you name it. It's on virtually all the podcasting platforms. But it would be better if you listened through a podcasting 2.0 app. Um, I just set up Fountain, so it's possible for me to receive uh, Satoshi's on there. I just—I've uh, been having a problem with the wallet. I don't really know how to work it properly, but I am on there. My name on there is Double Thought. And our podcast is on there. So if you find Double Thought Dimension on Fountain, you can uh, follow it and you can send Satoshi's. It, it is working. I just have to figure out how to claim them. But um, yeah, thank you for listening. And uh, also I set up a Discord, a public Discord server that is going to be on the link tree. All this will be in the show notes. And I set it up so that any listeners and producers can go to the discord server and just put anything they want on there of interest. And I can, it can be for show notes. It could be for ideas for podcasts, just anything. I really don't care. Um, so that exists. If you have a discord already and you participate in discord, it's really easy because you click on the link and it just takes you directly to the double thought dimension server. And then you can, uh, engage in conversation any way you want. Um, So that's another option for you out there. We also have the Instagram, DT underscore Miracle Monday. Um, And yeah, thank you for tuning in. And also, Tony wanted me to let everyone know that I asked her if she would like me to tell anybody anything or um, give like a synopsis or anything. And all she said was, just insert the penis purse penis purse penis purse penis purse penis purse penis purse purse. so yeah uh, we'll insert that and that will be great tony will be excited that i inserted the um comical clip sent in by turbo packet so again once more thank you for listening and remember if you're hearing this you are the resistance